Paul here with today's tip to help you pass ACLS. For patients in V-fib or pulseless VTAC, administration of an antiarrhythmic should be given approximately 2 minutes or 5 CPR cycles after our first dose of epinephrine. The person running the code has two choices, amiodarone or lidocaine. The use of these two antiarrhythmics is today's pass ACLS tip topic. Listening to a tip or two a day for a few weeks before your class will help to cement the key concepts needed for you to pass your ACLS written exam and megacode. Push the plus, follow, or subscribe button in your listening app now, then listen to short, three to nine minute long episodes that cover a core ACLS topic at your convenience. For more free ACLS related podcasts, check out the pod resource page at passacls.com. First, let's take a look at lidocaine. For those of us that remember ACLS of old, lidocaine was the little in the every shock little shock part of the megacode mnemonic. An early outcome study on amiodarone showed that it might be more beneficial, and it became the first-line antiarrhythmic for V-fib and pulseless VTAC. Since then, additional studies comparing the effectiveness of amiodarone and lidocaine have shown little overall difference on a patient's survival to discharge. So we can now administer 1 to 1.5 milligrams per kilogram of lidocaine as our first antiarrhythmic approximately two minutes after epi. As the team leader, you should be clear with the medication and dose you'd like administered. Rather than saying give 1 to 1.5 milligrams per kilogram of lidocaine, you could say, please administer 1.5 milligrams per kilogram of lidocaine IV push. Or, using a 220-pound patient, please administer 150 milligrams of lidocaine IV push. Depending on how your crash cart or drug boxes are stocked, it might be necessary to use more than one pre-filled syringe to administer the desired dose of 1 to 1.5 milligrams per kilogram. A common pre-filled is 10 milligrams per milliliter and comes in a 5 milliliter syringe for 50 milligrams total. To administer 1 milligram per kilogram to a 220-pound patient would require two pre-filled syringes while to deliver 1.5 milligrams per kilogram would require three because a dose of 150 milligrams is needed. If the patient's rhythm doesn't change, a second dose of 0.5 to 0.75 milligrams per kilogram of lidocaine may be given in five to 10 minutes. Don't let the math trick you. This is just half the initial dose. For that 220-pound patient that we gave 150 milligrams to five minutes ago, a second dose of 75 milligrams would be 0.75 milligrams per kilogram. Lidocaine has a maximum dose of 3 milligrams per kilogram, and we generally max out a medication before trying something different. So a lidocaine regimen may be 1.5 milligrams per kilogram, followed by 2 0.75 milligram per kilogram doses at five minute intervals. It should go without saying, but lidocaine should not be given to patients with a known sensitivity to the drug. If, instead of lidocaine, you choose to administer amiodarone, the dose doesn't require any calculations. For adults in cardiac arrest with a shockable rhythm refractory to defibrillation, 
it's simply 300 milligrams given IV push. If the V-fib or pulseless VTAC persists, a second dose of 150 milligrams can be given in three to five minutes. Amiodarone needs to be diluted prior to use and should only be given through a filter to prevent the accidental introduction of an emboli. Because amiodarone is a repeat in three to five minute medication, it fits well within our alternating two minute CPR cycles. I cover how a code flows in another Pass ACLS Tip of the Day episode. If a patient has return of spontaneous circulation, or ROSC, a drip of the medication that converted them is sometimes started if the patient continues to have ventricular ectopy on the ECG after we've ensured appropriate oxygenation. If lidocaine converted the patient and is indicated by ventricular ectopy on the monitor, the lidocaine drip rate is 1 to 4 milligrams per minute. If amiodarone converted the patient, a drip should be started at 1 milligram per minute and run over 6 hours. Amiodarone drips are mixed in D5W, not normal saline, and should be given through a filtered line. Remember, we do not automatically start an antiarrhythmic drip after ROSC for prophylaxis. We start a drip of the medication that converted the patient only if it's indicated by the presence of continued ventricular ectopy. Amiodarone may also be used for stable, wide-complex tachycardias in order to prevent a cardiac arrest. When used to treat stable VTAC with a pulse, amiodarone is given as a drip. The dose is 150 milligrams infused over 10 minutes. If administration of amiodarone stops the VTAC, a maintenance infusion should be started at 1 milligram per minute and run over 6 hours. If VTAC returns, an additional dose of 150 milligrams over 10 minutes may be administered. Patients in VTAC rarely remain stable. These patients must be closely monitored and may benefit from having the defib pads in place should emergent cardioversion or defibrillation be needed. For a deeper dive into the mechanism of action and review of antiarrhythmic outcome studies, check out the pod resource page at passacls.com. If you found today's review of lidocaine and amiodarone helpful, consider giving back via the link in the episode description or take a few seconds to share Pass ACLS with your coworkers on LinkedIn. I'm here to help you pass ACLS. Thanks for listening, and good luck with your class.